This is a podcast miniseries presented by Modular Media. Little worse than a pod, little better than a cast, was performed in front of a pre-recorded studio audience. Alright everybody, well welcome back to another episode of A Little Worse Than a Pod, A Little Better Than a Cast. I am one of the people on this podcast, The Vacuuminator, and I'm joined as always by Boingo Ryder. Excelsior. And Miriam of Buster Core. Enough said, buckos. And today we are here to discuss the eighth episode of WandaVision, which I didn't actually remember to check what the title was, but... Uh, previously on. Previously on? Okay. Makes sense. Because um, this is the episode where we delve into all the horribly depressing aspects of Wanda's backstory and also get a little bit of what is actually going on with Agatha Harkness. But before we get into all that, uh, general spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, Buster, go. Okay. Um, I think this might be my least favorite episode. It was still good. Still good. But um, something about the flashback segments... Oh, spoilers, there's flashback segments. <laughs> We're just kind of... <laughs> there was one specific segment... That was the first one that just made me go like, okay, I know this is a comic book like show and all, but uh, this feels a bit tacky and not like a good kind of tacky, like a bit, a bit hand fisted at parts. Like I'll talk about what part made me feel that way. I'm trying to figure um, out if you're talking about the first flashback or the first flashback. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two first flashbacks. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, first... you know, we'll I, we'll I get that in a bit. Yeah. Um, but it was still pretty good. Love the ending bits. Um, uh, I don't, since this didn't happen, I'll say it. I thought they were gonna say mutant. They didn't. They said something else. Mm-hmm. I was I was literally going at the screen. Say it. Say it. Say it. And I was like, oh, you said something, but it wasn't mutant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have something similar to that, but I didn't think they were gonna say mutant quite yet. But I'll get to that in a bit because it's weird Marvel jank. Um. I really enjoyed the episode. It's very exposition heavy, but like that's kind of be expected. Like in a mystery show, we're like we're right before the big climax. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like here's all the information laid out in a, a exact way, so you can kind of get where everything is. Yeah. All right, you caught up. Good. And I thought this episode was uh, was pretty good. Honestly, I like I I really like the whole kind of it's flashbacks without. Delving into clip show territory uh, kind of reminded me of uh, it's a weird place to go for this, but Transformers Prime. There's two clip shows in that, and they're both done from like a character perspective of this is what this character has meant, and this is what they will be going forward. And it felt very much like what we're doing here, uh, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, and Buster, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get my Dukes up because we're gonna fight. I loved the first flashback; it made me cry. Like it kind of made me feel emotional, but uh, I assume we could just go into spoiler stuff. Spoilers! Yeah. This is a spoiler podcast. We spoil shit. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so the, the part Wanda took- flashback. You want the flashback? That's what I meant. So, uh, I didn't mind her like trying to learn read sick that read sitcoms, <laughs> reading sitcoms. That's a novel concept. Uh, watching sitcoms to understand English better and like bonding with her family. Uh, what I found a bit tacky was the fact that she was watching sitcoms just as her parents died. That that just felt like a bit ham fisted. Like, did, did you see my tweet? Because like that's what really hit for me is the fact that there there's literally a moment where her mom looks out the window and there's soldiers outside, and I'm I, like, I, yeah. 
Ah, oh, they're doing a thing about how we're all obsessed with media during a time when the world is fucking falling apart. Ah, oh, that's too oh, okay. real. It's too real, but I love it. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, I like that part. I like where it's like, okay, we like, but we like escape. We we escape the real world through like media when things are falling apart. I still felt like it was a bit like, like I get that they needed to show the death of the food, but just it felt a bit like ham-fisted. We're just like, oh, we're she, she when she was watching sitcoms. That was the last moment she had with her parents before they died, and it just it yeah. But it also, like, you got to imagine that they were watching sitcoms like on a weekly basis. This is just like yeah. one of the one times that it happened. Yeah, fair. Uh, but still, it's st- I don't know. It's just, I, uh, maybe and maybe I'm just all that information, all that establishing information that explains the whole sitcom theme in one scene. It's yeah. uh. It's economic writing. Yeah. I, I can see. They didn't want to do, like, a cut and then, like, oh, wake up and then boom, bomb. I, I can see. Uh, I don't know. Something about it just, like, maybe, like, maybe I'm warming up to it now, but, like, on my first viewing, I felt like, eh, that, that felt a bit weird. But, uh, I, I, I didn't mind it also because it was just, it was, it, it was a truncated version of what could have been in reality, like, it, time in between or whatever. But it was just like, no, this is just things happen when you least expect it, and it can uh, happen in the middle of a family bonding moment. Fair. Um, okay, let's talk about the first first flashback of Agatha. Oh, uh, fucking like I I legit thought we were doing Salem witch trial stuff, and then they're like, no, her old coven tried to kill her for doing dark arts shit, and that whole thing just makes me wonder: did she do it on purpose or by accident? Like, because this whole episode threw a bunch of fucking mystery onto Agatha's genuine goal. Because she never said exactly what it was. No, we thought she wanted the kids, but now it looks like she's... The best I can assume from this episode is she's just trying to figure out what Wanda's deal is. So that she can either help her, or she can get Wanda's power. And see, in the comics... It's to help her because Agatha trains her in chaos magic because before it was all her mutant ability. Mm. So it wasn't refined. It was pure, like, unbridled energy that fucked over a lot of shit. And here I'm just like, the flashback was cool because the, the people that were shooting beams and the beams turned purple and killed the people who were doing the beams. It, it, it's neat. Also, a really smart use of uh, Marvel's Make You Younger CGI. Really? Yeah, yeah there's a little. Just a tiny bit on her. Uh, okay, because she looked pretty similar. But it, it's just a tiny, tiny bit to make you realize, oh, this is in the past, but it she, the actress, I can't remember her real name, something Hale, uh, does have a very timeless look about her, so you don't need a ton of it. Uh-huh. Actually, speaking of the, can we, <laughs> if we go back to the other flashback, I want to, I forgot to mention this. Uh, so nice, like, I nice retconning, uh, cause like, well, first off, at, in Age of Ultron, they were pretty vague about the backstory, so, like, if the Fox deal went through, they could do something like this, uh, you know? Uh, so nice, like, kind of semi-retconning of, like, oh, she always had the magic, it wasn't just the experiments. Mm-hmm. Latent and, ability. Yeah. Um, and speaking of experiments, the second flashback. Oh, yeah, where we see the Hydra experiment of what happened. And the soul stone pops out, and then we see a full-on classic-style Scarlet Witch. Which kind of explains why Vision was so drawn to her in the movies from the get-go, other than ah. general robot dong. 
I just I never thought of that until you said it. Oh no, it's canon that the Vision has an Android dong. No, not that. The the other thing. <laughs> does he have Android balls? That I do not know. I'll have to. I'll have I mean, to. Where does he store the pee? I'm gonna go on Twitter right now and ask Tom King. Oh God! Yeah, don't <laughs> do it. Do it to Tom King. All right. Sure. Oof. Vac Vac will forever be known as the person who I'm gonna get blocked for doing this. Let's go. And if that happens, your your Stan Lee nickname isn't gonna be the slick. It's gonna be blocked by Tom King. I mean, like I I would say blocked by Rob Liefeld, but from what I've heard, it's pretty easy to do that. I mean, Rob Liefeld. I think he's okay. Anyway, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, the, the flashback sequence. I actually didn't notice it was the Scarlet Witch thing um, until, like, people pointed it out. It's like, oh, that's a classic Scarlet Witch thing. I was like, oh, yeah, it was. I mean, and the the thought is, what exactly was that? Was I that a vision that she saw? Was that a multiversal version of Scarlet Witch coming Ooh. in and giving a, a, a push, a helping hand? Like, could that have been the 616 Scarlet Witch going, like, Hey, another one of me is is in trauma. Let me give her a push. Hmm. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I I just I like because like uh, well, let's if we skip to the end. Uh, Agatha implies that the Scarlet Witch is a title like passed down from person to person with like specific set of powers. Um, uh, so like, I I took that as it's a it's kind of like a prophesied chosen one type. Bongo, anything right. in Marvel yeah. Comics that would help explain that? Uh, kinda? Technically, Scarlet Witch is such a good magician because Chathon imbued her with power while she was a baby. Ch who? Chathon. Who? Now. Chathon, he's an Eldritch God being. Uh, he created the Darkhold. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the book that Agatha has, right? That many people think that Agatha has. Hmm. It's not confirmed that if it is a dark hold. I think it's a dark hold, especially because they're probably going to completely ignore uh, Agents of Shield uh, and the Netflix series and all that stuff. Rip, pour one out for Daredevil, y'all. Uh, anyway, um, oh yeah, and then the next flashback sequence. I was really expecting when we got to Avengers Compound, we would see a cameo, but uh, I'm glad they kind of did it. It would probably take away from the emotional impact of the scene. Like, I, I was, like, any minute now, I was expecting Chris Evans to just, like, pop up. I'm like, no way, he retired. No, 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 it'd be Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah, definitely. Disney he, Plus Synergy. Didn't he fuck off back to his farm at the end of Age of Ultron? He probably did, but I wouldn't imagine he he would be a stranger at the Avengers compound. That's fair. But, like... He, he's a part-timer. <laughs> he's John people, Cena. The people that were there besides her, on that team at the end of Age of Ultron is Vision... Who we saw, Falcon, uh, Black Widow, and Steve. I don't think there was any... No, Rhodey was there. Uh, we could have gotten a Rhodey Don Bodie. Cheadle cameo. Now I feel robbed. Just wait till Armor War. Yeah, uh, uh, Armor Wars. That's Don Cheadle say. being awkward as fuck in that scene would have been great. He's the he's the third wheel. <laughs> no, Don Cheadle comes in, hey, guys, do you want hot chocolate? Hey. And you just look at him like, we were having a moment. I'll just leave this hot oh, chocolate. That, that's a total Marvel way. That's a total Marvel joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like uh, that was a nice scene. I, I my favorite part about the scene was that they played Malcolm in the Middle and they showed a Brian Cranston clip, which Brian confirmed MCU. Yeah, so like, technically Brian Cranston is canon to the MCU. Breaking Bad is in the MCU. 
Power no, no, Rangers no. 2017 is in the MCU. I'm scared. Even better. Power Rangers. Classic Power Rangers is canon in the oh. MCU. Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's even worse. Oh, the MMPR book. What if they fucking show, like, SPD or something in the background of a movie because they, they made that? Just send us for a licensing fee. Don't even like, ask. Yeah, I mean, like, Disney has Hasbro by the balls with Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't think I want to see that, though. <laughs> like, maybe for the but, laughs, but not for, like, an actual serious plan. That's true. But uh, I do enjoy, I did enjoy Vision in this scene because it... it because it shows that Vision always had this kind of personality. We just never had much of a chance to see it in the movies. Yeah, actually, I, I remember the scene from Civil War. It was very early on in that movie where he was just interacting with the guys. And he was kind of this awkward kind of dad kind of guy. And I remember really mm-hmm. liking that, but we never got another scene of that. And now we got a whole show of those kinds of scenes. And I just like his, his very genuine energy of like asking to come in, phase through the wall. And he just goes like, it, "It is okay. I came in, right?" And she's just like, "Yeah, it's it's fine." I actually think that genuineness is enhanced by the actor because, like, he he just came in to record some lines, and now he's just now he's in the person. He's like doing all these like makeup and stuff. So I think that's yeah. how. I, I mean, that's kind of like Vision's personality pre uh, snap is the thing is like. He he is the world's wisest baby because he's he's very he's very smart and articulate, but also he's constantly acknowledging I was just born like a week and a half ago, so I might be wrong here. Yeah, which is always nice. And, and they kind of I don't want to say played it up, but they also examine a different aspect of that in WandaVision, which has been really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Actually, on a side note, I think this is the first episode of no song. Like, zero uh, I don't out think we get worst episode. Yeah, yeah, zero. Out of... We didn't get no like. I mean, I guess Agatha all along was like the grand like the force of the songs for the show, and now we're gonna get like generic Marvel movie score, and I'm gonna like, ugh, where there goes all the creativity. I mean, I mean the show itself. I mean, I don't be you try and write one of those scores. Uh, okay, I know, I know. Like I should try myself. Uh, anyway, oh, speaking of creativity, can we talk about that mid-credit scene, like just briefly? Because uh, I think we called call. It, we were talking about this in like literally episode one of this podcast. Oh yeah, uh, I remember saying something along the lines of, uh, "Yeah, I bet we see White Vision somewhere in here, or the, we yeah. may get more references to White Vision." And look at that, we got a fucking White Vision. At first, He's I thought it was going to be profit. Yes. At first, I thought it was going to be Sentinels, like because, like, oh, okay, it's Sentinels, but under what, like White Vision, or as I call him, Sans Undertale Vision, because of the little bits of blue. <laughs> the blue adds some nice contrast to the character. Yeah, it's a very, it's very nice, but I'm still going to call him Sans Undertale Vision. Uh, no, nah, but like that was a great fucking thing. Also, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but people have been theorizing that the cameo Paul Bettany's been talking about is his goddamn self. <laughs> and this whole and that whole line was just a huge fucking troll. That would be amazing. Vision yeah. interacting with Vision. Yeah, oh, that would be so sick. Just yeah, like, the one yes. actor I wanted to work with my whole life. Me. Me. It okay, was me it- all along, Paul Bettany. 
Uh, okay, actually, like legit, I think we might get a Magneto. If that, if he, what he says is true, I think Mag, I think the actor he's referring to is going to be the new Magneto actor, or like possibly an old Magneto actor. We'll see. I um, see. Here's the thing: if we get a Magneto, I don't think we're going to hear the words Magneto said at all. I think at yeah, most like, we're going to hear like, a person call him Max, Eric Lencher. He Eric. has a name. He he also go, he's also gone by Max and Joseph and a bunch of he has a thousand fucking names. I mean, really? I, I just need to see the helmet, okay? I just need to see the helmet, maybe the Pringles mustache. We'll see. Uh, but speaking of Magneto, the thing I thought I we could have maybe have had in this uh in this episode or like spoken is we might not have had the word mutant said aloud, but we might have had. The word witch breed. Hmm. Is that a big Marvel thing? I've never yes. heard that before. Witch breed is basically the old English for mutant. Oh. Uh, it was created by Neil Gaiman in the uh, 1605 uh, graphic novel thing, that miniseries. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I fucking I was in Second and Trolls today, and they had and they had the trade for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he basically instead of calling them mutants, he said, "Oh, witch breed." Uh, and the idea is like, oh, they're people who are born with a power of a witch. And I was thinking, oh, they could incorporate some of that into this and kind of for the people who know, you know, but for the people who don't, it's just like, oh, this is a brand new term. What's a witch breed? Hmm. Kind of a way of having their cake and eating it too with mutants and basically going like, yeah, 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 we're going to get to mutants eventually and we're starting to deal with that, but not yet. That would have been fine. Was it? Uh, oh yeah, actually, we forgot to talk about the like the last flashback scene before uh, the whole your Scarlet Witch thing, which I think that was the best one. Uh, Tyler Hayward we... is a bag of dicks, and I hope he dies painfully. Yeah, yep. uh, preferably on some spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, like this, I swear Hayward is Mephisto, but I, I that would be too cheap. I know that would be Mephisto, cheap. Mephisto, maybe an Ultron. <laughs> No way. That, you that know that's a thing in the comics, Buster. Ultron always comes back. If there's a small bit of his programming still alive somewhere, he can come back. Honestly, that would if Hayward is like mini Ultron, that would make way too much sense of why he wants Vision. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Vision's the next supposed to be the next Ultron body, which is good, uh, which always tries to be a thing. Uh, also, oh, is White Vision going to be Ultron? That could be a it, thing. I don't know. Uh, but we're also in the second to last episode. We still don't have a Wonder Man. Which yeah, we saw in the behind-the-scenes background bullshit. Like, it was placed there purposely to fuck with fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the last episode could be, like, an hour long, and they just cram in Wonder Man in the last minute. Who knows? But, like, that scene with Wanda fucking going oh, yeah, up to Vision's down. body and saying, I can't feel you after oh. in Infinity War, a big back toss between them was, all I feel is you. Oh, 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 man, it feels that, and like the great thing that. is, like, if they opened the show with that, I wouldn't have cared because we barely saw them in the movies. But now that we've seen them, like, have being like a wholesome couple and like the show, I feel it now. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's a gut punch, especially when you like, see her accept it, go like, I can't change what's happened after Hayward prompts and prods her and to go like you can revive him can't you that's what you want to do right bring on, him back man, to life raise the dead come on raise the dead girl come on come on do it why don't you do it why don't you do it are you a wuss come on raise the dead 
And that's why I think he's Mephisto, because, like, that seems a bit, like... Or that's why I thought, like, that's why I just have that lingering thought that he could be Mephisto, because of just that, like, that seems a bit, like, devilish, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, it is a very much of a tempting kind of deal thing of a jig, and it's very possible. But we don't, like, most of the devil imagery has been inside the bubble, so we don't... I'm not sure. Uh, but then seeing... Westview pre-hex. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That, that was... Ooh. And, and that makes that line like Pietro said. To show a rundown small town, a small town, in an episode that comes out the same week as the pilot for Superman and Lois, which is going on and on about rundown middle American small towns but doesn't actually understand the issue... It's it's, uh, it's really nice to see Marvel still just you know uh, hitting DC with steel chairs while they're down, just, just putting that out. Just, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's very bitter because everyone likes Superman and Lois when he knows it's gonna like nose diving quality come like episode five. I just like the one clip I saw, and that's all you need to see because I just got the one line I needed. It's like, hey, thanks, my mom made it. That's all I need. Oh yeah, that, that was a great clip. But like one clip doesn't make a good episode, you know? Yeah, no. that's in the first two minutes, and that's that's probably the best part of the episode. Dang it. Uh honestly the trailers look pretty lame. But anyway, this is a Marvel podcast. We don't want to get into Marvel versus DC things. <laughs> I mean, if this was better times, we could, because yeah. they'd be willing to work together, but Disney listen. and Warner Brothers are multimedia conglomerates that hate each other for petty reasons. And for anybody who doesn't know me from other things, I should probably clarify. I'm not trying to start shit. I like Marvel. It's just I grew up with DC, and I'm very hurt with the direction it's gone in recent years. You're looking at all the Marvel shit in the bountiful buffet that I, as a Marvel fan, have, and you're going like, why can't I have that? Can I have that? But for I, am, I am like... literally Dolph Ziggler going, it should have been me. Here's the but thing. This is... I have a theory about why DC stuff doesn't work as well as Marvel. Because yeah, we can Marvel has that another time. No, no, no. It's very simple. Okay. Marvel has a lot of A-list heroes in B and C and D, but DC has like less A-list heroes because it has five to six S-tier heroes that, uh, that everyone knows. That everyone uh, on Earth knows Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Green Lantern. Everybody knows who the fuck those people are. I think everybody knows those names, but most people just know who Batman and Superman. Yes, but like they are like, but look at what how what Marvel had to do in order to build any of its shit. The most known hero in Marvel were Incredible Hulk and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's they, long been established that the reason the MCU paid off so well is that they slowly built it and endeared everybody to the characters before they. Did did Avengers? They they edged really well, and then DC just ran in and ejaculated Justice League all over the cinema. Yeah, because Marvel knew. Okay, people don't know Iron Man. People don't know Thor. People don't know Captain America. We gotta introduce them. Mm-hmm. We gotta get them up to date on who these characters are. Because anyway, now we're diving into the C and D list with Moon Knight. <laughs> Give me come true. And this is the exact thing I was afraid this podcast would turn into. Sorry. It's a fine. Sorry. It's 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 fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, and we're having fun, right? Pissing people yeah. off, having fun. That's all that's all. That yeah, matters. Wanda looked at the floor plan at her house and cried. Oh, that yeah. Was and fun. Then, yeah, and then like just this big 
like just uh what do I like Skybeam? I don't know. Let's bring that back from 2015. Uh, Grief Blast. She Grief she Blast. unleashed Pandora's box. The Skywall disaster <laughs> happened. Yeah, let's go. Okay. The sadness beam. Westview is now divided into three sections. And all <laughs> totally... No, no, no. It'd be six because of Hex. Hey. Uh, there's, there's the clown faction. There's the PTA faction. There's the faction of people who think Konami's still okay when they're actually not. There's the Halloween faction. Then there's Pietro. Yeah. <laughs> just just Pietro. Pietro just gets his own thing to himself. He's just he's a on racetrack. Uh, uh, this is insane. Still haven't fully explained what's going on with him and Monica. They're keeping that for the final episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, this is the final episode. Better be like an hour long. No credits. Don't make me think full into like ten minutes of credits. It better be like an hour of like Marvel goodness. Okay. Uh huh. Especially because there's like we're we we both we all know we're gonna get Vision versus Vision. Yeah. We're gonna get a confrontation between Wanda. And Agnes, or Agatha, Agne, uh, Agatha Harkness of some some variety. Whether that ends in fuck you or ends in I will Hugs. train you, it all depends. See, I think I'm it's expecting. Gonna... I'm expecting it to be a confrontation. Them to just like simplify it to no, she's a villain in this, and then Doctor Strange will come in at the end of next episode, like Kylo Ren, and go, "You need a teacher." Well, well good Kylo Ren. Good, good. Kylo. Um, and Kylo Ren was a well-written character. Oh, am I going oh, there? Yes. No, 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 we already pissed off DC and Marvel fans. We don't want to piss off like the Star Wars fan base. We're getting on. No, like, burn it all! Burn it all! We've only got one episode left. Burn it all down. The sequels were good movies, folks. Okay, Rise of Skywalker, though. All Star Wars is good from a certain point of view. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. I mean, Rise of Skywalker is the greatest comedy I've ever seen. Anyway, um. Rise of Skywalker is a fine movie. People just went in there with fucking stupid expectations. I, I just went in there wanting a Star Wars movie, and I got like a funny one. It wasn't funny for the reasons they wanted it to be, but it was a funny one. Hey, no, it's hey, a Star Wars hey, movie. What the fuck hey, you expect? Hey, hey, they fly now. <laughs> okay, that was a funny line, like unironically. Uh-huh. Okay, this is. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is anymore. I, there's not anything left to talk about in the episode. We're just there's shitting. A lot of expect- exposition, and they didn't reveal any of the like weird side mysteries. It was just all like, hey, here's why all of this started, but none of the things that may- that we have a questions about that started in the show. They mm-hmm. just only revealed the mystery of like why the show starts. I mean, yeah. we know how Wanda made the hex, but we still haven't seen how she got Vision's body there and put it back together. She, uh, we, we saw we it in the did, episode. It was part of her uh, magic. Yeah, it's oh, literally it, vision. It re- did it reach it's out? Copy. It's like oh, a magic shit, copy. That's right. Oh, okay. I'm right stupid. vision's the body I'm parts stupid. that was in sword. I'm now completely I'm stupid. Also, I'm now worried for the safety of these kids. They are being choked by a crazy woman in like black. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, but are they that sounds like a web page with six numbers. <laughs> you got the joke. <laughs> Oh, I did not. I did not actually. I just that just sounds very funny. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a. Do you get the joke back? Reference is that a what? Was that a Shadman reference? No, it's it starts with an N reference. I don't. don't Anyway, um, uh, I think we've built this episode dry. I like her car. It's really fucking new. Oh yeah, yeah, the car's nice. nice. Um, 
here's the thing, though. I don't think Agatha's a bad guy. I don't think she's going to go like, oh, she's... Because here's the thing. Name another character from the comics that was a good guy, or at least neutral, turned into the bad guy in the movies. I mean, they, I mean there's no rules for it. They could start now. This isn't, like... No, they could, but, like, they don't really do that. Like, the closest I can think of is maybe Goliath, but they turned a good guy into a neutral character. Mm. Uh, oh, also, actually, you I want to bring up a fun fact I learned. That? Sorry, go ahead, Buster. But I, will, I want to bring up a fun fact I learned earlier today. Um, Like, not earlier today. It was, like, the last month. So, the main writer for WandaVision, he worked, it was granted, it was one episode, but I still find it funny. He worked on an episode of The Boys. Oh. And that's just funny to me. It's like saying, screw Disney World, I hate Disney World, and then the next guy getting a job at Star Tours. <laughs> I mean, just look at Roseanne. Damn. We uh, want a free trip! We want a free trip! How dare you give us a free trip! Uh, but that's the other know. thing that, uh, what do you feel, how do you guys feel about the theory that the vision we've been seeing in the in the Hex and the white vision it's basically soul and body, and in the confrontation, they're going to fuse and become a new, fully formed vision. That could be I can interesting. Yeah, I, I can, that could work. Um, although I still kind of want to see White Vision being a, just um, like a big menace. Well, I mean, in the comics, White Vision was just vision, but devoid of all uh, memory and per- no, not memory, but all devoid of all emotion and personality. Yeah, he's motion picture Spock. Ah, okay. He's just okay, pure yeah, robot. <laughs> Actually, that would be very funny. It would be a very funny way to see Hayward get his comeuppance. It's like he just—they just the two visions fuse. I was like, "No, you, you made." Yeah, I, I wanted multiple visions. I wanted all the vibranium. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, the Wakandans are so pissed right now. There's the there's watching this going on from like a giant telescope, and it's just like, "What the hell is going? What the why is why is the vibranium being used as a sex bot?" And not no. even a good-looking sex bot. It doesn't look like T'Challa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, man. Like, Paul I Batman, mean, first saying. they made it a frisbee. Now this. What's going <laughs> on with us Americans? Oh, uh, man. Is it- Dumb thought. How much do you want to bet if they do bring in X-Men, they turn Wolverine's adamantium into vibranium? Oh, uh, I know. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that, to be honest. I'm entirely neutral to that. Adamantium, like, fictional metals do not matter to me. Ma- do they do not matter to me. <laughs> they do not meddle to you. And freaking like I mean, yeah, you gotta deal with Batmanium. I have to uh, deal with I have to deal with Transformium. Transform <laughs> I I'm not sure if that was in Siege or not. Oh god, Siege was That so was bad. in that was in uh that's in Age of Extinction. It's Ooh. the it's the name a co- human corporation. Oh, I remember, I remember that. The, so, the worst part yeah. is, Age of, I've actually watched Age of Extinction in theaters, and it was so bad. Like this is when I was like a like like a like teenager, and I was like I didn't have like a tape. I didn't know what media critique was, and I just like I watched Age of Extinction, and even then I was like, this movie's too long. Where's it gonna end? Mm-hmm. But so should we just wrap up? We can. I mean, any other. Final closing thoughts going into the finale, folks. They didn't re- and- again. They just didn't reveal a ton of extra things. And yeah, Magneto's full name is Max Eisenhart. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, I really hope for a Magneto cameo in the finale. That's all I ask for. But I wouldn't want to like. Uh, I don't want the helmet. I uh, like none of that. I just want someone to go like, "Hey, Max, something's wrong." Ah, uh, uh, yeah, good point. I, I kind of want like a tease of the helmet. 
post credit scene, maybe Hey Max, something's wrong. Uh, the then, shot like, is he... out of focus, but then a hand goes down, and the shot focuses in, and there's a hand on a helmet. And you don't even see the face of it, you just see the back of the helmet. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. can see the devil horns from the back. Nice. I'm, if I'm honest, the only reason I want to see Magneto is Marvel vs. Capcom references. I know they're not going to do Marvel vs. Capcom references, but I want to make Marvel vs. Capcom jokes while watching a Marvel movie. So, Whoever it may be, if the new Magneto actor at one point in his life says, I am Magneto, Master of Magnet, welcome to die, yes. I will be happy. Yes! All I want to see Magneto in the movies is someone wear that shirt. <laughs> that would they would totally do that like an X-Men. I guarantee you. Dude, Kid Omega. Let's bring in Kid Omega. Have him wear that shirt. Kill oh him my at the God. Kid Omega in the movies. Oh God, who could play Kid Omega? Michael Sarah. Yes. I have no idea who Kid Omega is, but Kid and Michael Sarah work well together. So I'll. I'll He's an Omega him. level mutant, probably one of the most powerful besides Franklin Richards. Fuck your, fuck you, dance lot. That retcon doesn't count. Uh, he's However, he's incredibly he's incredibly lazy and chases after women all the time. Actually, he's in a steady relationship in the comics now. Hey, good for him. And uh, watching it retconned in a couple issues. No, no, no. He it's being written by uh, uh, Hickman. Ah, so it's it's gonna be steady. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he even has a new fucking look. Like he's not just uh, punk rocker. He looks like an actual X Men now. He oh looks fucking. Oh my god! Sick. He looks like a Chad. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a total Chad move. Someone like like someone put the old version walk of the old design and then the Chad walk of this new one. Kenny Omega like, wearing that gear for a show win. But like he he's complaining to his girlfriend. It's like I like I know I can always come back to life because of the clone because uh, of the resurrection pods, but it still fucking hurts. I don't like dying. And and she goes like, "Hey, honey, you just you know what? This is a you just need a better outlook and a new outlook on life." And so she takes him to uh, a mutant fashion designer uh, because that's a canon character now. It's just a mutant who is like a world famous fashion designer, and they go through a different co- uh, couple costumes, and they he lands on that. Excellent. So they have a whole fashion show. Hickman X-Men sounds real damn good. I can't wait to start reading it tomorrow, because I have the first trade now! You got Hawks and Pox? Yeah. Boy, Hawks and Pox. Yeah, Uh, I picked that up and uh, Superman Hell on Earth at Second and Charles today, so I'm very excited to crack both those open. Yeah, Hawks and Pox is House of X, Powers of Ten. Ah, Okay. What powers of ten? Power of X. Uh, powers of, it, because uh, it's, oh, X means ten. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes two mini like, series that kind of interloop with each other to open yeah. up Hickman's X Men era. Yeah, I heard about that. That was like one of the last things I saw about comic news before I kind of just fell off because just and then too you complicated. Have Dawn of X, which leads into uh, uh, sort of uh, Swords of X. So many yeah. X's. It's almost as if they're the X Men. Oh yeah, good point. Uh. It's almost as if they're extreme. And uh, swords is where Cipher gets a uh, big buff, uh, big buff wife. Nice. And like everybody's happy for him. And it's really just nice and wholesome. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, I think we are well past uh, time here. So let's go <laughs> ahead and wrap up. Uh, Buster, tell the good people who you are and where they can find your stuff on the interwebs. 
Hi, I'm Buster Corp. I do YouTube videos and Wattpad stuff. I just released a video on the new Tom and Jerry movie. It was a mixed bag. Just go watch it if you want my thoughts. That's all I got. Uh, just watch them. All right. Boingo! Tell people who you are and where they can find your stuff. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm Chris Boingo, Ryder Gasson, your resident member of the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Uh... Um, I do video essay and editorials on my YouTube channel. You can find me there on Boingo Writer. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Boingo underscore writer. And you can go check out my uh, Twitch streams whenever I do a live stream there. You can search me on Twitch at Boingo, uh, Boingo Writer, and we'll probably get a link to that in the description. All right. And I am the Vacuuminator, the man who has yet to get a reply and confirmation of Android Balls on Vision from Tom King, but we'll keep you posted next week. Uh, you can find my stuff, uh, my backlog of video content, because I'm currently on hiatus, but I've made a lot of stuff, so go check out my videos at youtube.com slash the Vacuuminator, that's spelled T-H-E-V-A-C-U-U-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. I'm also on social media at the Vacuuminator on Twitter and at the underscore Vacuuminator on Instagram, but that is going to do it for this episode of a little worse than a pod a little better than a cast so if you want to join us again next week for the final episode of wandavision do me a favor like this podcast comment share it subscribe to modular media and ring the bell in order to enable notifications and check us out on social media at the modular media on twitter for updates on the podcast and when it's releasing every week and r slash modular media on reddit for all the same stuff uh, but uh until then until next week when we uh we finish out wandavision and potentially uh reveal something interesting about the future of modular media we'll see you then enough said <laughs> they have no idea